Hey, 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 my ladies, my good sis. Welcome to In the Mind of Woman. Now I'm back. Y'all, we got there late. But it was, you know, for those who probably didn't catch on Tuesday, um, I went to a business meeting and we were supposed to have been there at 745. I just got home from work at 7 on the dot, mind you, being on my feet all day, working. And honestly, the work was very easy, very chill. But the fact that I was, I'm still not, my body's still not used to being on my feet. And then I think I'm really starting to deal with like my back problems from getting the epidural. Um, and then even then when I was pregnant, I was having lower back issues because Joy was literally her... She was on a wound. Uh, she was, she was, of course she was in the wound, but she was on a nerve that was hitting my back. So I was having back problems the whole pregnancy. Um, and then even from that, like just the epidural and that whole process or whatever. But um, we went and we were late. We got, we left the house at eight. That's when the actual thing started. We got there like at 8.30, 8.20 something. But yeah, we, we made it and we made it for the second part of the event where that's the actual business owners and they're training and, you know, talking and encouraging everybody to do, you know, their parts and blah, blah, whatever. I actually ended up posting a picture of what my makeup looked like, um, but I was cute. Like I said, we're going to be late, but we're going to come in looking good. And when I tell you, when we went in there, everyone was looking at us or they was looking at me. Either way, you know, I'm, I'm used to stopping everybody in their seats you know not trying to do my own horror but that really always is what it is um and it was funny because when we were talking to our coaches mentors their upline um I was like sorry girl I was like I had to get ready I was like no one's gonna rush me I'm you know I'm leaving the house I'm, I'm gonna look like something and she was like oh, okay well you know you look great girl she was like well remember it's not a fashion show um you know we just want you to be here and you know be on time and blah blah whatever it was like y'all keep missing the fact that i literally just got in the house from working and being in dallas and got in the door of my house at seven i couldn't even take a a comfortable bathroom uh release sorry if it's tmi but it's the truth this is a, pl- a safe place y'all safe place we have a safe place and I couldn't even, you know, go to the restroom comfortably. I had to force myself, rush myself. And anyone that knows me know I like to take my time in the bathroom. That is my safe place, my haven. And get in the shower, take a nice little shower, turn on my gospel music and just jam out at my own little concert or what have you. And then get ready and take my time. But no, I had to rush that whole process, which is really like a two hour, two and a half hour process for me. All in, in, in like 30, 40 minutes. Like, come on, y'all. So it was like, girl, it wasn't even the fact of it being a fashion show. Because I, I, I ain't worried about what nobody else got on. It's the fact of, do you know who raised me? You always leave the house looking presentable. Excuse me? And then as we're talking about, this is a business. This is, you know, something that you're trying to get people to join and to do under you. You are a walking representation of your business. And we may not have started the business yet, but baby, I'm going to look like, okay, what are you selling? Because I want that. You know what I mean? So... I was just like, yeah, I hear you, but you don't know who raised me, one, and two, it's my own 
um, I wouldn't even call it pride, but it's my own joy and in my character to look like something before I leave the house. But you know, people are gonna do what they wanna do. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just got off work. I feel like that was a very valid reason. Um, and even from that, y'all, like, I could have said, no, nah, we ain't coming. But we came anyways. Ran through traffic and all this and the third and, you know, just it's whatever. But um, don't mind me. I'm just eating my Chick-fil-A. Cold Chick-fil-A. But it was free. I warmed it up. But because it ain't fresh, fresh, it ain't stay warm very long. But anyways, so I'm back at the the vanity and I am getting ready to take off my makeup and wind it down for the night. But tomorrow I don't work. Well, I I don't go out to work. I'll be at home working. But man, y'all like just watching the videos of you know this conference that they have coming up the the first through the third of October. It looks awesome, and that's all I keep talking about. You now you guys can sign up on the bus, get your business started, and go and blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, man, as much as I want to go, I keep talking about getting out of this hole. I keep talking about building finance. I keep talking about wisdom. Excuse me, talking about wisdom and doing these things. And just to me, it's like. That just is not smart to me to have us busting our butt to get out of the hole, to get enough money, to go to this conference. And then it's like putting us in another hole. Like, I just, I, I, and and my whole thing is like ever since, let me tell you something. When, When we first, after I had delivered Joy, cause when she passed away, I was five and a half months. I believe she, I was 21 weeks when she died, but I didn't find out till 26. Sorry, I know y'all can hear that. In the background, my dog Pluto, he doing something in his cage. Um, But I found out at 26, so I had to deliver her. They had to induce my labor and I had to deliver her. And when we delivered her on that Thursday, we, I I had to go to church. I had to get strength. to keep going. I really did. And I, we went to church. We went to this new church. Was, um, my husband had been there before and I had never been there. Um, but I was like, I need to go. And I was like, I can't go to the church that we were going to because I, I knew we weren't supposed to be there long. God told my husband we weren't supposed to be there long, but he kept wanting to go. And I was like, look, I am not going to a church that God has told you it's time to leave. I'm not going. So if you have another church, we're going to go. And that's what we did. We went to Trinity Church in Cedar Hill. Um, they have different locations and everything like that. Um, but I was like, I need to get in a church. And, 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 you know, my parents are pastors. They have a, a church in Baltimore. And you can watch online. They have lives and all that stuff. And um, I'll pop in and everything. But it was like, in that moment, I needed to be, I needed to be in the temple. I needed to be around people lifting their hands. It's one thing when you you can get your message through TV or you can get it through uh, YouTube or on your phone or laptop or whatever device that you're using. But it's another thing when you need the touch of God and you need to be at the altar. 
and I needed to be in the altar. I needed to be in his presence. I needed to be there. And when we got there, we was worshiping and we was to ourselves. But there was a woman that had came to me after we worshiped and everything. And it was like, you know, go greet somebody and everybody. And, and I really wasn't trying to talk to nobody. I mean, you know, the situation. I wasn't I wasn't trying to be friendly. Um, I was just like, I'm here for God. Like, I'm not here for you people. Um, I'm not here for you at all. I really could care less what your message is about. Because I know when I need God to meet me somewhere, he, he shows up with the quickness. And I was like, rather your word is on point or not, God is still going to meet me here. And I just was expecting God's presence. But this, this lady came up to me and she was like, I just feel like I need to tell you this. She was like, I don't know what you're going through. She was like, but God said he works in the not now. The not yet. It's not time yet. He works in that. He still works in that. And just because it hurts and because it's not time yet now doesn't mean that it won't come. Doesn't mean that it won't happen. But there's something that he's doing in the not yet. And ever since I've heard that, I have been really looking at everything as in, is this a not yet situation? Is this a delayed but not denied? situation is this one door closes but the other door just opens situation and I just really just I just really just think things like that now and with the summit it was like this is a I'm not yet I'm not going to get out of a hole just to put myself right back in one where we playing catch up again like no no we we're gonna be set after this week after this month will be good it would be foolish foolish and yes i already know the conference is going to be amazing i know it's going to be awesome because the company is also like a, a faith-based company too undertoned um i know life-changing chills i got chills watching the video that they played they did a good job picking the right music Picking the right footage, putting it together. Did a great job. Kudos to you. You did your job. You made me want to go even more. But I am slow to move because I just, ever since God told me joy was a sacrifice that needed to be made, there's just sometimes sacrifices that need to be made to open different doors. There is just sometimes that only blood can open. Ever since I was told that, I got that revelation. I I have constantly told myself she will not die in vain. She will have not died in vain. I refuse to, to let my daughter have died in vain, to not take advantage of the second chance. I talked to y'all a little bit about the second chance. Has God given you a second chance? Has God stopped the thing in your life and gave you the opportunity to do it again right? Like, we're talking about second chances. When me and my husband got married, it was just us, my friend, an older woman who I used to work with who actually left our job to become a professional notarizer. She married us. My sister was there to take pictures. And then I had my um, one of my good friends from college come 
as a witness. Um, and that was it. And I had my friend Trent there. And and that was from the moral support of this is this is the team, this is the people that we feel like can accept this right now. And then we went from there. And then later on, we went to tell our families we got married. But the goal was to always have a wedding. Because I, I, I want my... I want my dad to walk me down the aisle. And he is. I want my daddy-daughter dance. And it's going to happen. But we also knew that we didn't have the finances at the time to have the type of wedding that we wanted. So... Why put ourselves in a hole when we can just we can just wait and, and save up and and get the money we need to do what we want to do and not have any regrets about it later? I don't regret getting married at our little prayer mountain because I knew that was the time and that God had for us to get married because the things that happened and everything that's happened after we got married corresponds with what God had told us was the reason why we need to get married. But he's given us a second chance. He's given us a second chance at a wedding. And um, and when I'm not taking that for granted. I'm not taking any of this for granted. And I'm not going to let it go to waste. My daughter didn't just go willingly for us to not do what we're supposed to do this go around. I can tell you that. At least I can tell you, I ain't going to let her have died for nothing. I'm not. I just refuse. So, I just feel like in this season, man, with everything that's going on, even outside of me, like, ladies, if, if you have a second chance at something, take that chance. And you take it, take with everything in you. Don't hold back. But also use wisdom. Don't be foolish about it. Plan things out. Have it lined up. Write it down. Make it plain. Bock it two and two. You know, it, it takes more than just faith. It takes work. Work without, faith without works is dead. Ain't that the word? <laughs> my dad used to always do that. Be like, that's the word, Barbara. Tell my mama. And she, and she was like, that's the word. That's the word, ain't it? Write the vision, make it plain. Set goals for yourself. Set markers so you know you're getting closer to your goal and you're not just out here wandering aimlessly, thinking you're doing something, thinking you're doing the right thing. I'm tired of thinking about it. I want to do it. I want to make sure that I am doing it right. So if that means I need to be a little bit more slower, that means I need to miss a few opportunities. If I need to sacrifice going to this, even though, even though you try to hype it up so much, saying this is absolutely what you need. As soon as you go, you're going to start getting sales. You're going to run off just what you need to. I understand that. And it's not. And I'm not saying I don't believe the people that are trying to sell me the dream. And it's even more so, you don't have to sell it to me because I was sold when I first got here as to why I keep coming. It's the fact of when we start this business together, I want things to be 
on a on a cord. My mom always said, a house divided can't stand. That's in the Bible. Um, I, I want, and I don't know, my husband wants the same thing. I want things to line up. I want it to make sense. I'm not out here about to be doing no crazy jumps. Even when I left my job, making a guaranteed seventeen fifty an hour, just being on the phone for eight hours of the day. I I know my family was like, why you do that? Why you just didn't suck it up, push it through? Because I could not do that. I couldn't stick around. I couldn't stay there one to be reminded that I was sitting here and absolutely hated this job and would be talking to my daughter throughout the day just to make it through. As sick as she would make me, I'd still be up there talking to her. Watching my little videos of Judge Mathis and all that. But I hated it. And I told her as soon as I could. I I even convinced myself, I said, I'll do it as long as I have to to make sure that I ain't got to go out there. I want to be with my daughter. But now that she ain't here, I got to be around people because that's my calling. But at the same time, This time around, it's not just being around people. It's about helping people. It's about sharing my stories, about sharing my testimony. Yes, God took my joy, but he gave me so much joy. I cannot understand. I can't explain it to people. I hate talking about joy in past tense. I hate saying that my daughter died. I hate it. And then it's like around the time I got pregnant, everybody on my Facebook and Instagram got pregnant too. But a lot of us didn't say anything until it was time for the babies to be delivered. So here I am. I posted. I didn't tell anybody except close, close, close people, a few family, few friends, told them that I was pregnant. But everyone found out that I was pregnant when she died. So now, everyone that was pregnant around the same time as I, they're having their babies. I was, I'm was i supposed to have my baby in October. It was supposed to be October 25th. My mom said she was going to come early. She said she might even come late. So I'm having to deal with that. And I just, while I have this, while other women and other families and and grandparents are having these babies come into their lives. They're having to buckle down and take care of that baby. I I get a second chance to build something for my next babies that come. And sorry, y'all, I'm eating so my food is digesting, but what, what are you doing with your second chance? You prayed to God about leaving this man and and, and a door opportunity came. I don't know if you married or or just dating. Someone out there prayed that God give me out of this abusive relationship and and he got you out. Now you're out here dating somebody just, just as bad, but he probably got a better paying job so you're not tripping on it. What are you doing with your second chance? 
Somebody said they wanted to go back to school, so God done open up a door for you to go back to school, and you back in school, and you're not even taking it seriously. You just being all lackadaisical about it. What are you doing with your second chance? Has God brought back dreams of yours, visions, things that He's talked to you about in the hidden place? Don't take it lightly. This is your time. This is your chance. Do it. Start the business. Don't listen to what people got to say. Because in actuality, it, it takes zero dollars to start a business. Take zero dollars. Go online. Find what you want. Make a website. They got free ones. Post the pictures, mark up the price of the original price up at least $20 to $30, depending on what it is. Then when someone buys what you want, what you have on your website, take that money and go buy it and you have a set profit of whatever you set the difference to be. Y'all done bit my lip. Ask me how. I don't know. Yeah, man. Don't don't blow your your second chance. And I'm not just saying that to you. I'm saying that to me as I look myself in the mirror. Don't blow your second chance. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself crazy. And sometimes you got to put your finger in your own face. You got to be real about it, man. Don't let... This second chance passed you by. And that's the truth. That's the truth of the matter. But anyways, I'm done preaching on that. But really think about it. What are you doing with your second chance? Don't blow it. But in other news... So I was sitting in the living room and I was playing with my dog, Pluto, and husband came in and asked me, have you, you know, listened, saw how many people listen to your podcast? And I was like, no, because honestly, I, I made this space for me. I made this space so I could have a sound mind and I can um, talk out how I feel and really not be put on limitations because with my husband we've been together for uh eight months today we've been together eight months today y'all um but with my husband um him being deaf i have not um learned sign language as fast as i probably should have been learning it because when um like I said, we got married in January and in February, your girl was preggers and the hormones was completely out of there. I wasn't trying to learn nothing. I didn't have the patience to learn nothing. 
And so now I am in a space where I am really trying to make sure that um, my husband really understands what I'm saying and he understands what's going on in any room that we're in. And especially, you know, with us trying to open this business together and working together, that's part of the job is communicating with people and making sure that he's a part of those conversations. So people aren't just sitting there looking at him like, why aren't you saying anything? And then, you know, um, just giving him more confidence, like, babe, don't don't be ashamed to talk. What they don't understand, I will make sure they understand. What you don't understand, I will make sure you will understand. I had told him, I said, you're Moses and I'm your Aaron. And with me being your Aaron, I help speak for you. I help make sure that all parties understand. I'm the middleman. And I'm totally totally okay with that and doing that for my husband um and and this is what our second chance looks like this is what it looks like we we get a second chance at having a wedding we get a second chance at having a honeymoon we have a second chance at building our home and building communication and letting the love grow Because now we understand what it's like. We have been in this situation before and now we know. See, that's the best part about, you know, when you do fail or when something doesn't fall through and, and you got so close to the end, but it just didn't work out because this next go around, don't look at it as you fail. Look at it as you've gained experience, you've gained wisdom and this wisdom hurt to gain. I ain't gonna lie to you. It hurts. But now we know. And now we are going so much harder. Like before, we were lackadaisical with it. We were just, you know, moving through the motion, saying it, but not being about it. But now, now, come on, y'all. Now I'm going so hard, hubby has to tell me, hey, stop, slow it down. God got to tell me, chill. You going to get there. You going to get there. And we're all going to get there. So with the weekend coming up, y'all know this is my Friday. and <laughs> But with the weekend going up, man, look at what God is putting before you as a second chance. It may have hurt. It may hurt. You may still be going through the hurt. But look at this as this is the opportunity. And now, and now, you're going all in, baby. You're going all in because you know what it takes. You have the wisdom. You know what roads to avoid. You know how to stick and move. You know how to take a punch. So let's let's stand together, man. Um, so as I close this out, I'm just going to pray over my girls, my, my girls, man. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this week. It has been very fulfilling, very um, busy. But, God, you just make it work. Um, 
you're with us, when you, you're, the Holy Spirit is pushing us and nudging us to do the things that we need to do. And we thank you for the strength to do it. We ask for rest this weekend. We ask for revelation and guidance and, and people to come and impart into our lives, Father, most of all rest. Um, so we thank you. We love you. We honor you. Bless all my sisters. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, man, y'all live it up, man. Y'all y'all get into it. Figure out what the second chance looks like. Make the plan. Make the vision. Write it down and make a plan. And run like a stallion to get it done. Um, but I'm so excited. And, you know, whatever your second chance looks like, send it to me. Let, let me know. Let me be a part. You're a part of my journey. I want to be a part. I want to hear about it. So until we meet, until we talk and sit out again, y'all, be blessed, love one another, keep each other in each other's prayers and hearts. And this has been In the Mind of Woman. Good night.